You're listening to the Independence Network. Welcome to the Ramble Room. I want you to know that as I'm speaking, I'm working on two or three different shows, including a little bit of, I guess, undercover investigation. So while I am out there spending that time, I, I kind of went back through the archives. It dawned on me that the listeners to the Independence Network, many of them are not necessarily familiar with some of the roots of the Ramble Room and where it came from. When the Ramble Room started, it consisted of myself, my wife, my daughter, and her husband. And we had a number of discussions about various things. A lot of them were political and some of them weren't. And I just kind of wanted to share some of the roots of how we got started. You can rest assured that we're out there working on a lot of new content and have a number of things out there. One of them is a series of shows that I'm, I guess, the working title is Profiles in Conservatism. And what I want to do is contact as many legislators here in Wyoming as are amenable to it and give them an extended interview, let you get to know a little bit about who they are. We have some wonderful people serving in the State House, and I would like for you, our listeners, to know who they are, to know what makes them tick. And that way, when we speak about them in news stories or when you hear them on interviews, you'll have a little bit of an idea about their background, their philosophy, about their passions, about what they're working on, and understand a little bit about who they really are. And I think you'll be very pleased with that. In the meantime, that comment was made by the two women, and I had nothing to do with it. I did not prompt it. I did not pay for that. I just watched it happen. But the only reason we even think it is because your toxic masculinity has been dominating this family through the patriarchy for, like, ever. Welcome back to the Ramble Room from sunny but smoky and hot Sheridan. It It's smoky out there, folks. My eyes is burning. Thanks, California. And Oregon and Washington and Montana. <laughs> and Wyoming. You mean all not the much. typically yeah, wet states? <laughs> there's a couple we have a We have pretty good containment rate. Anyway. Is that what we're calling it these days? <laughs> That's why they want to do the nuclear power plant here. Mm. <laughs> because our containment. We know how uh-huh. to contain. I see what you did there. Ah. So the reason I bring up that this is Sheridan is because uh, today's topic is pretty pertinent to Sheridanites specifically. Maybe it's like this all over the place now. Maybe the world has changed around us as well. But... Here in Sheridan, there's a pretty significant problem with four-way stops. It, it is the four-way capital of the world, I think. <laughs> did, did, you check, did you check Google for that before we got started? Hell with Google. <laughs> Google's lying about it anyway. We do have, we have a lot of four-way stops, and it seems like most of them are in between your guys' house and our house. So yeah, we have to hit them almost every day, yeah. multiple times a day. I drive... Several hours a day. 
going from job to job, checking on subs and et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know how many four-way stops I go through. And you just saying four-way stops raised my blood pressure. <laughs> and I have very low blood pressure, but I need a pill. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when I was working downtown, I was walking because we're not that far away. And that's one of the most terrifying part of my day was having to go to and from work through the four-way stops because people flip out when they see a pedestrian. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. So here's the question. What is the rule at four-way stops? That's why, that's why we're all stressed over this because nobody seems to know the rules. Is it A, ladies first? No. Is it B, age before beauty? No. Is it C, the biggest, loudest truck goes first? Yep, yep, yep. Oh. That's how I do it. Okay, you failed. <laughs> but I succeed every day. <laughs> or is it D, whoever starts waving first is yielding the right of way? <laughs> or is it E, none of the gosh dang above? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of none of the above and all of the above, depending on how many people at the four-way stop actually know that there are rules. Yes. I love the creep. <laughs> when you begin to approach a four-way stop, everybody goes, oh, crap, I don't remember the rule. What am I supposed to do? So they slow down, but they don't stop. And so there's this contest. It's like a slow race <laughs> to see who can be the last one to stop. And, and then after everybody stops at first. the same time, you go, oh, crap. Yeah, I still and everybody don't know starts, what to do. Yeah, and everybody starts waving each other. You go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Very dangerous. <laughs> I, I saw this recently because um, we do the same thing. We go back and forth to jobs and dropping kids off and picking kids up. So we do it a lot throughout almost every day of the week. And it doesn't seem to matter what time of day it is or anything else. But the recent one was two people that couldn't decide whose turn it was. And instead of doing that, like, oh, no, after you. No, absolutely, after you, I insist. Ha, ha, ha. That sort of thing. They both just started going. And then it was like they were playing chicken in the middle of the intersection. Like, which one's going to stop first, lady? That was, doesn't happen very often. Who has the best insurance? Yeah. <laughs> it was two women, mind you. Oh, Because anytime okay. you see people struggling at a four-way stop or not knowing how to parallel park, it's usually a woman. Yeah, sorry. It you just, will know. Or you hanging will know. their car door open in the middle of the road slowly getting out and collecting everything that goes into their purse. You will know, first of all, Joe's not here. He's up recreating, and I wish I was with him. He's but being a mountain man. that comment was made by the two women, and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I did not prompt it. I did not pay for that. I just watched it happen. But the only reason we even think it is because your toxic masculinity has been dominating this family through the patriarchy for, like, Ever. I think we should get to the real rules of the okay. road. Oh, there are rules. But first you have to explain how you came about right. getting these yeah. rules, a paper copy of them. Okay. Well, I would. I, first I wanted to say, I actually remember, I'm almost 60 years old, and I took driver's ed in high school, and I remember being taught the rules of the right-of-way in driver's ed. What was your driver's ed vehicle? I can't remember. Really? Yeah. Do Do you remember yours, Sarah? I remember my teacher and we'll the be other back. kids in the class, but I don't remember the vehicle. I'm a girl. Ours was a Jeep. Ours was a Jeep with a stick shift. I am not making this up. <laughs> ours was a really boring sedan and that's why I don't remember. Okay. It was just yeah. 
I was just curious. Well, yeah. back to where you were. But the other part that I remember is, did you do the simulator? Oh, no. We had simulators, which was we really We only cool. had seven kids in the class. We didn't need to waste time on a simulator. We just went out and drove. I think that this made the teacher feel safer because we'd already been in the simulators. But Well, our teachers recognized that we'd been driving tractors and farm vehicles all over the place for years before that, that anyway. not the same as traffic. No. But if you're driving a tractor at a four-way stop... <laughs> Well, I, I went to high school in Casper. Most of the kids had not been driving since they were nine. Uh, they hadn't been driving tractors to school or anything like that. One of the girls had been driving illegally for a couple of years, like her boys' friends were teaching her. And I remember that she got a better grade than I did on the driving part, and I was really mad because oh, I, I thought bet she did. What did you do for the teacher? <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, yeah, we did the simulators where you. Those were pretty cool, actually. You're it's you're sitting in a. It looks like a the driver's side of a car, and you're watching a video of driving through somewhere, and you're reacting by stepping on the brake and the gas and and oh, turning. Oh, I wish I could have done that. Made the video. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> what if I'd like a streaker? Sorry, you <laughs> failed again. Gay pride parade. What do you do? <laughs> I, I would just like to go through and see how many pedestrians I could hit in about 10 minutes. You know, it was weird because what I wanted to do was get a good grade in the class. I, that stuff oh didn't even gosh. occur to me. I was trying to do well. It, I, I'm just, I know, I'm, out of, I'm outnumbered here in the class. In this I'm kind of jealous, though, because I came along years later and I didn't get a simulator. That, yeah, they should have been really cool by then. Anyway, my main point was I remember learning the rules. So I thought, well, maybe... There aren't any anymore, and I'll go get a driver's manual and see what they are. So the first thing is, I went into the DMV, and here's the weird part. There was no one else in there, was except it, for the one guy. Was on it duty. actually open? Because it's, yeah, yeah. it's only open two or three days a week, I think. No, it's open four days a week. You're is thinking it? of Thermopolis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my driver's license two weeks late because I missed the first two days that it was open. <laughs> yeah. They shared their people with Warland. Yeah. The, I checked so that I could go there when I had time, and they're open, I think it's four days a week. Um, but anyway, the door was standing open at 8.30 in the morning. There was one guy on duty in there, and I walked in, and I thought, am I in the twilight zone? There's no <laughs> one else in here. So then I, he said, oh, what can I do for you? And got up to help me, and I said I came to get a driver's manual. And he goes, well... So we don't really, um, we don't actually have them anymore in the whole state. And he hands me this little slip of paper with the website on there where I can go and get it and look at it. So Do you realize how racist that could be? <laughs> you might not be able to have access to internet and therefore they're trying to keep you from driving. The, well, they, maybe got, so. Maybe we've got so. to stop yeah. this. I think... Uh, Shared and living wages are what's stopping people from driving because we can't afford cars here. Yeah, that could be too. But anyway. Okay. So that was just a public service announcement. If you need to see the driver's manual, you can go to www. Okay, D-O-T as in <laughs> Department of Transportation. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'll start that over again. <laughs> www.dot.state, the word state, dot 
wy.us slash driver services. That's a lot of dots. I know. <laughs> you can get your driver's manual there, and you can also, um, your students can take practice tests. Is there a simulator there? I didn't check oh, that there part. there should be. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know why but there wouldn't be. Kids why nowadays they? have been practicing on simulators <laughs> for what's, years. What's the game Grand Theft Auto? Uh... That sure. would be a simulator. <laughs> Need for speed, most wanted. <laughs> that honed my driving skills. <laughs> anyway. Not All to, right. Not to mention a little bit of shooting practice. Not a need for speed. You're just running from the cops. Oh. So one thing that was significant is that the right-of-way rules don't take up much room. It's not like they're complicated. Okay? So... Right-of-way laws tell you who must yield at intersections and other places where two or more vehicles, motor vehicles. A woman in a Prius. This is going to take a really long time if you don't be quiet. (laughs) Just checking. Two or more motor vehicles, bicycles, pedestrians, or combinations of these cannot all go at the same time. So when you get to a spot <laughs> where everybody can't go at once, you got to know who has the right-of-way. Laws do not give anyone the right-of-way. That reminds me, when you're in a home with only one privy, everybody needs to go at once. Or that seems to be the rule. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant like, that's that should be the rule. Everybody goes at the same no, time. <laughs> no, it just seems to be the rule. I mean, you go all right, day right. and I'm fine. And as soon as somebody walks in, they go, oh, oh. Yes, it has nothing to do with us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember my driver's teacher saying, that does not mean that you have the right to go first. Right. And so the point is, there there's an accepted standard but you don't get to run over people if they don't do the right thing which is why a couple of blocks from our house we don't hear crashes all day long because people are they don't know what they're doing and they're all trying not to wreck because that's what most people do is try not to wreck now sometimes that's not the case but here is the suggestion um more like guidelines. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Does it actually say suggestion? No. I'm laws saying PayPal. they only, the laws of right-of-way only indicate who must yield the right-of-way. Therefore, you must always be alert for those who fail to yield because they fell all over the place <laughs> and you should do everything possible to avoid a crash. Duh. Just walk to work. Oh, wait. Pedestrians and four-way stops are the problem. Right. (laughs) This includes recognizing other vehicles and pedestrians. It is important to remember that bicyclists are classified as vehicles and are granted the same rights and responsibilities that operators of motorcycles have. Get me started. I know. So we'll go on. First of all, we'll talk about the four-way stops. (laughs) And then we'll go back to bicyclists if we still have any, you know, if our our blood pressure isn't too high. Our tank isn't low. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Intersections with four-way stops. At a four-way stop intersection, common courtesy not a rule, not a law, requires, common courtesy requires, that's interesting, Hmm. that the driver who stops first should be permitted to go first. That's why I stop half a block back. Right. (laughs) Well, it's much safer that way. I do. And then I've got a little bit of time to build up some speed so that if there is an impact, I'm going to make it through the intersection. Oh, I thought you meant so you would be able to do the most damage to someone else. 
Well, it, uh, the, the vehicle that I drive already pretty much ensures that. Okay. If in doubt, yield to the driver on your right or left. Right. 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 Okay, yes. good job. <laughs> if in doubt, yield to the driver on your right. It's important to remember to never insist on the right of way at the risk of a crash. Now, <laughs> if you think about it, if you yield to the person on the right, it makes everything more quick. Makes everything happen more quickly. Yeah. So, duh. I, I, I know. But common sense isn't common. No, and that's why we're doing this, because this is a public service announcement for Sheridan and for anybody this else. This is a long announcement. I know. <laughs> well, okay. Um, if you enter an intersection while violating the speed law, you forfeit any right of way you might have had. Oh, this sounds like Calvin Ball. <laughs> My oldest brother is making this up as we go along. Actually, it's very simple, though. Whoever stops first... Gets to go first. That makes sense because there's none of this jumping back. Oh, uh, oh, oh, no, after you. Uh, uh, oh. right. Chip okay. in jail. But if you yeah. squeal up to the stop sign at 40 miles an hour, you're a douche and you don't get to go. Yeah, and I think they're also talking about if you... That would kind of imply that you haven't even stopped, I think. If Because you can't be really But if speeding. everybody else is doing what they're supposed to be, which is to watch out for idiots and douches, as you call them, yeah, then... It's going to work out perfectly. Right. Therefore, I wear that little badge and just say, I'm going. Mm -hmm. So you're part of the problem. No, I'm part of the solution. <laughs> okay, now here's another part of this. Um, like I said, when I was walking to work and going to four-way stops, I, sometimes it was absolutely terrifying because people, for some reason, don't, they see a, a pedestrian and go, <gasps> pedestrians always have the right-of-way. Ah, I don't know what to do. And so I would be, I would come up to the four-way stop and see if anybody's coming. Sometimes there wouldn't be, depending on what time I was going. And I would go, oh, I can just go. And then other times I would see, like, all of a sudden, there's somebody coming to each corner, four cars, and go, oh, shoot, they're not going to know what to do. And so I would slow way down <laughs> so I wouldn't get there. I be hate confrontation. But people would stop and wave me on before I even got there. Yep. Uh, that's not helpful to me because now I have to run to get across because I don't know whether all four of these people are waving me on or, or whether just one of them you. Is Ken. <laughs> you, remember, you remember Red Skelton coaching his wife driving? No. He said Red Skelton was saying to his wife, give him the right away, give him the right away. And she sped up. Oh, yeah. And he, she hit the guy. Mm -hmm. And he says, I said, give him the right away. She says, oh, I thought you said get him right away. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the um, right-of-way to pedestrians. The driver and the pedestrian are both responsible for traffic safety, like drivers of motor vehicles and bicyclists. Statute requires a driver to give the right-of-way or yield to a pedestrian under three circumstances. When a pedestrian is in a marked crosswalk on your side of the roadway, with or without traffic control signals... Oh, marked mm -hmm. crosswalk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody does that around here. On my side of the road. Right, which makes sense because I've come up to, to cross the street as a pedestrian before, and somebody's waiting and waiting and waiting me for me to go, and I'm going, it's gonna, the light's going to change before I get to the other side. Yeah. I could go, and you could go, but you're a big chicken. You think <laughs> you're going to run over a pedestrian <laughs> simply because I'm on, on foot. Um, I also had a friend one time who we were coming down Fifth Street, 
and there's somebody standing in the middle of the block waiting to stop to cross the street and she just stopped I said, what are you doing? Because, you know, there's a line of people behind you. She says, are you supposed to, pedestrians have the right of way. No, no. Not like that. Not when you, they're, and that, that's terrible in downtown Sheridan because yes. people will just walk out in the middle of the street between cars like you're just going to slam on it's your It's called brakes. jaywalking. And even though the speed limit's only 20 over there, mm-hmm. uh, it's worse than the deer on the highway. Yep. Okay, so another instance of when the driver is supposed to yield to the pedestrian when making a lawful turn on a red light after coming to a complete stop. So if somebody's getting ready to cross in the same direction you were heading, you're going to turn right on red. You should let that the pedestrian go first. Yeah, the basic rule is you have to clear the lane. Right. Or well, clear it. when a blind pedestrian is carrying a clearly visible white cane or is accompanied by a guide dog. That's, again, That's you just common done. courtesy. Abby had, the, Abby had that put in there herself. So, yeah, you mean I should have carried yes. a cane or gotten a dog? <laughs> you should have gotten big sunglasses and a stick. So then they'd all be stopping for me, and then I would have to run and pretend like I couldn't see at the same time. Okay. So. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> so, let's see, some of the other... Right, what, was, what were you saying about... Okay, I'll just go back here. Intersections with no signs or signals. So we do have some unmarked intersections in the yes. residential districts. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah. My house. And they're, most of the time it's that way because either you got these big dips where somebody's got to slow down. Anyway, and we're in done the talking street, about in the pedestrians. Street, yeah. <laughs> uh, drainage ditches, I meant. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, or there's just so little traffic that they must not be worried about. It. I don't really know. But but in my neighborhood, they put the signs on one side and the drainage dips on the other. I know. So someone will be stopped at the stop sign and you'll slow down to hit those ditches and not bottom out your car. Yeah. And the other person will go, oh, they're letting me go. No, I'm just trying not to die. Yeah, usually they do it the other way. <laughs> All right. So where no signals or signs are in place, you must watch for any driver coming from your Right, and yield the right-of-way regardless of who first reaches the intersection because they have the right-of-way as long as they're going straight, and so you act like there's a stop sign when someone's coming. This changes everything. (laughs) I know. Hopefully for the better. So anytime you come to a place where where others may cross or enter your path, check the sides to make sure no one is coming. Do not depend upon traffic signs or signals to provide a safe path. Check in front of you and then check to the left since you will meet vehicles coming from the left first. I remember learning that in driver's ed. Left, right, left again before you go. Check for vehicles (laughs) coming from the right, then make another check in both directions. So you. (laughs) I remember that, and I also remember all of the girls in the room going, what? Okay. All right, ladies, pay attention. This is my driving instructor. (laughs) If I'm stopped at an intersection... And there are two cars coming from either direction. Which one is closer to me? Well, are they like a block away or two blocks away? (laughs) (laughs) So I just remember him going, ladies, look at me. Left, right, left again. Can you just do that? And then they don't know which one is their left. (laughs) You Uh, fail. I passed the first time, just so everybody knows. (laughs) So at any time, if you're going in one direction and you're going to cross a lane, you also sort of forfeit the right of way if you're going to like oh, turn yeah. left. We in just front mentioned of that clear the lane. Right. Yeah. If you're going to cross somebody else's lane, you have to clear. Wait until they. Yeah. Wait until they've come through. Unless they're a pedestrian. <sighs> 
blind one. Or a woman driving a Prius. Uh, but there also is a little bit about yield signs. If a yield sign is in your lane, yield the right of way to cross traffic close enough to be dangerous. You don't have to yield to traffic three blocks away. Wait a minute. A yield sign is in my lane? Does that mean the city works people put the hole in the wrong place for the signpost? That's very unclear here. Okay. It's also very possible. <laughs> Not in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood. <laughs> your neighborhood gets plowed in it's the a lot. It's a lot easier to dig over here than it is back there on the concrete curb, so we're going to put the sign here. <laughs> on this dirt road. So I'm not sure if we actually helped anything there or not, but um, a couple of things that I wanted to say. Being a self-centered jerk doesn't grant you the right of way. If you oh. are the person at in the biggest hurry at a four-way stop, that doesn't grant you the right of way. Sorry. But somebody has to have the right of way because also being unsure of the rules and being a coward and going up and waving everybody on until there's nobody within three blocks. <laughs> I <know. laughs> and I see that all the time. People usually have a 16-county plate. They're, they're sitting there at a four-way stop going, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Every, everybody go, everybody go. When no one around, and I will creep across. Pretty sure and there's a dozen. here until 10 o'clock tonight. Right, and there's a dozen people backed up behind you, yeah. and the first person's about ready to ram you through the intersection. Yeah, yeah that so doesn't work. is there a rule about when that person then swerves out into the passing lane? <laughs> <laughs> what passing lane? You mean the sidewalk? <laughs> It's called no passing on the right. Yes. <laughs> there, there are so many, so many uh, different scenarios we could talk about here because people just don't know. And you know when you get up there, that's our habit mainly is to pull up, assess the situation before you get there, and then either go really fast to stop first or go very slowly so that it's obvious that you were not first and then hope for the best. And there's your conclusion, I think. Uh, my conclusion is that I have a nine millimeter between the seats, <laughs> and the next person that waves me through an intersection before my wheels have stopped turning. <laughs> I'm that's not actually. There's nothing against that in the book that Boom. I can see. Oh, that puts a whole new wheel on the wagon, does it not? <laughs> Wait, we're in wagons now. I carry I carry a forty five. <laughs> it has more. Stuff to talk about.